Hello and welcome to The Life Pod, hosted by Michael Panay and Karim Dow, brought to you by MK Enterprises, a community based on discussing life topics and driving continual personal development and growth. Send through any topics you want covered and be sure to follow and tag us on all social media at MK Enterprises. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Life Pod, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have on James Marshall, entrepreneur, owner of Marshall Development, Marshall Handyman, Marshall Cleaning and MD Apparel, which we are going to jump into now. Thank you very much for coming on, James. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I'm humbled to be here. Thank you very much, man. Again, for those who don't know, James is very, very successful in all of his fields, his respective fields. And no, he's not like 40 or 50. He's one of us, still a minute. Hey, what's the word? Millennial. That one. Millennial. <laughs> That's the one. So yeah, bro, just give us a bit of an intro about you, sort of what got you into, I'm assuming you started developments first. Was that the first one? Yeah. yeah. So um, it started actually as J&K Carpentry. So, okay. Uh, was that your first <coughs> business? Yeah. So that was, it, it branched into that. So to, um, uh, like I didn't quite finish year 10. Um, I just needed to, I don't know, I've, like literally since I was, would have been nine or ten. I wanted to be a carpenter, um, and my dad had a friend who was like, "Was it like a family thing that your nah, dad do it? You just nah. just always saw it like dad in like horticulture, so like grows plants and like legitimate plants. Um, <laughs> a lot of people turn <laughs> anyway. Moving forward, um, yeah. So uh, um, yeah, my dad had a friend who was like a, um, I suppose a, like an engineer at a tool company, and so he used to get like samples of all these tools, and so dad would end up getting those samples if they were good ones and giving them to me. So I ended up with a decent, like I had a full collection of tools by the time I was 13. Um, Which are expensive. Yeah. 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 Tools are so <laughs> but, expensive. But yeah, but look, they were, they were shit tools. Ah. But in saying that though, like uh, like it was a good workaround to, to get to know how to use them. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like I used to, you know, go in the garage and like make a stool or something, you know. I, I, it, I don't know why, I just really wanted to do it. And then um, when I was, I think it might have been the fo- maybe 13 or 14, I – like I was struggling at school, which just wasn't my thing. Um, the teachers didn't like me. I was getting in trouble a lot. Um, you know, I, I did get, I got bullied cause I just, I don't know. I just wasn't there mentally. Um, and I had a teacher in my homestead sort of say like, you know, what do you want to do? And I'm like, Oh, I think I want to be a carpenter. And so she hooked me up with this course at Frankston TAFE. Mm. I think I might've been, yeah, I was like 14. I'm pretty <coughs> sure. And that was from six till 10 PM Monday and Wednesday nights. Um, so that was a set one. And so that was like just perfecting hand tools. Just, it's so cool to see how like you remember such small details, like the times, the days, like you wouldn't think it's such a significant thing, but like it's something that like really stuck with you. Like yeah. it almost put you in the position that you are in it now. De- definitely. Like I, I I remember the conversation with the teacher. I would love to go back and thank her because I feel like without her prompting me to do that, I would have just mindlessly stayed at school. Like I have friends that stayed at school and then they went on to study business at uni because they didn't know what to do. And you know, it's funny. A lot, so of, important. a lot of the people we have had on, I've been in the same spot. Been in the like, same spot where it's fuck like school. Not, don't want to do it. Not great at school. Yeah. Um, not motivated. Not wasn't for them in terms of like the right yeah. learning and stuff like that. And it's just just goes to show you the school systems. Like literally, Danielle did the same thing. Leo dropped out of his course, <laughs> and it's like mm. again because it's it's funny that you say that because we've spoken to a few guests about it. It's like you say, oh, maybe I should just stay in school. And again, that's just what the school system has taught yeah. us. Go to you do your primary school, high school, find a freaking bullshit degree that you yeah. like stick it out have kids get married and die yeah pretty so much where's where's my life in that yeah yeah, yeah. so we I cut you off <laughs> continue yeah continue you're gonna i know i was just i saw something too the other day online which is quite interesting it was just like 
born primary school, high school, uni, work nine to five, die, die, yeah, work till you die. Yeah, I mean, look, when you get in business, you're like, oh, I got in business for freedom. You know what I mean? And yeah, and then you're it's like, you get in there, you've got no money, you've got, you got no, no freedom, money, no time, no freedom. But it's different at the start. Oh, yeah. Until until that point hits, yeah, and I think it's it's your choice. You know what I mean? Like you can put the amount of stress on if it's your stress. Like I, for me, if someone else put me under the stress that I put myself under, I would buckle. I'd be like, "Fuck yeah. this, I'm out." Yeah, but but for me, it's like my stress. Like I'm gonna own it. Yeah, and I thrive better under pressure. So that's actually a, a big. I never actually thought about it like that. It's like obviously I used to work just like a retail job, and like you know you have a KPIs and all the shit you got to meet, and you're like, like. I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. want to do this. But like, you tell yourself, cool, you got to make X calls. You got to do X, Y, Z for yourself. And you go, yep. fuck it. Let's do it. I'm on. It's on like, you, Let's man. level up. I used to retard job. I used to work a retard job. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Mm. Anyway, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally thought you said I used to work a retard job. Yeah. A retard. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right. So... Going so you started carpentry. We you obviously hadn't touched into business yet or anything no, like that yet. No. So, um, uh, I started my apprenticeship. My, uh, I wasn't quite sixteen. I got offered an apprenticeship, so I went and did that. My boss was a total douchebag. Yeah, like treated me like shit as they are. First oh, year stuff, man. There's so much stuff I took from that to implement in my business, like to make sure, like you went. That's that what person. Marshall Group is. Like Marshall Group is not. It doesn't do anything. It's an umbrella and its slogan is building brighter futures. It's nothing to do with the work that we do. It's to do with the people we employ. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, that's what MK is for us. Mm. It's the umbrella. Yeah. So yeah. the idea behind the Marshall Group slogan is that we are, you know, we're bringing on team members, employees. We call them team members. I think employee is a shit term. <laughs> um, we, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, because we we're currently in the process of hiring someone yeah. under ourselves as well. And By we the time this comes out, we should have made the announcement. Yeah, and <laughs> we said the same thing. Like, an employer means that the person is under us, and yeah, we hate that. Like, we're, we're a team. We're literally a team. Definitely. We don't call them contracts either. They're agreements. We don't say contracts because we feel like contracts is a very Negative scary assessment. term. Mm. Um, also, we call them agreements. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we 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 had we had to sit down with um, a potential. That's exciting. Yeah, potential person last week, which is, is all exciting. And we made sure we weren't using those terms of employee yeah. and Yeah, because you know, again, from the school and system and the way we're brought up in society, all those words have negative associations well, with them. Even the way the school system's placed, you know what I mean? you got teacher and then you. Yeah, and then, you know, and then you've got principal above that. Yeah, like. so your teacher is above you and they make that clear. Exactly. You know what I mean? You yeah. are just, you are, you are their disciple. Subordinate. Whoever they want to teach you, that's yeah. the how you will learn. And then yeah. even like the grading system. Yeah. But anyways. Well, I mean, look, you know, grading, fuck, dude. I can't remember like a test or anything like that at school. Like, you know, I excelled at woodwork and sport. That's pretty much it. Like in terms of class, I didn't really play much sports because by the time I got to the age where that would sort of come into play, I was just working all the time. So, mm. um, so yeah, started apprenticeship when I was like 15 and then I did – I think it might have been two years with this guy and he was just a total jerk. Like I just, it made me hate carpentry. Like I just wanted to get out of it. So I quit and I um, worked for my dad for a bit and then um, I found another job and, and then this guy was even worse. <laughs> like I made, you know, the first conversation I had with him when I went for the interview, he sat me down he said, James, I'm a cunt. Right. You oh, got oh you straight up about it yeah man 100 percent. like he straight up was the first that was the first thing he said to me and i was Shit. like oh, fuck. are you gonna he's like oh, i'm i'm gonna i'm exactly like, yeah. i'm a cunt just you gotta know that do you want the job or not and i'm like far out yeah. well, this is abrupt about it <laughs> yeah i was like yeah yeah, yeah i'll do it 
Oh, look, you know, and he gave me a shot. <laughs> and my dad was like, you've got to get a job back. You know, you've got to stick these things out. So I'm like, all right. So I did that. And then they moved the operation to Warrigal. So I was driving. I was getting paid peanuts and I was driving from Cheltenham to Warrigal. Jesus Christ. Every Damn. single day on a, <coughs> you know, in a, in a six cylinder. And it was just, oh, mate, I, I, it was, I was costing me half my wage in fuel. Ridiculous. It would have been much I cheaper back then. I don't then. think your current car is very good on fuel. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's, it's, as I say, like my dad did say, like a lot of people say it to me, oh, you've picked the wrong car, this and that, you know, fuel prices, da, 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 da. It's like, mate, you can be conservative ever in life. Someone's got to have something. And I do a lot of driving. I drive around to see clients and I want to I enjoy, the, you drive. enjoy yeah, the drive. Yeah, 100%. So I agree. Like when it comes to a car, I, I feel like a car is one thing that you do want to in like make sure that yeah. you enjoy like in terms of driving yeah um and, and, and aesthetics and whatever it is like i mean we're I mean, you're driving you're just somewhat of a car person so oh. for us it's a little bit different like we do enjoy that where some yeah. people's like cool like they'll just go buy a brand new like hyundai excel oh. or whatever it is and like, like drive it because it's new my uh, one of my one of my one of my in, like he's an incredible guy he works for me luke he's a incredible team member he he's i'm like to him what's your dream car and he's like oh no. i know colorado <laughs> you know, I don't know what he said, but I yeah. was like, "What are you not a Ferrari or like, something?" You don't have it. Nah, man, I don't give a fuck about that. And I was like, "Fuck, it's interesting." Each to their own, man. Yeah, like, I, I was it's just, just like, like, "We want to like fry third gear." Oh yeah, it's <laughs> different. <laughs> I've got tradie guys who's like, "Why fuck will I buy a car when I can fucking spend ten grand in a fucking Milwaukee set?" <laughs> like, oh yeah, they'll be like, like, "Yeah, it's like twenty twenty one, like Hilux, like you know, uh, lift kit, yeah, big yeah. muddy." I don't get that. That yeah. doesn't. That doesn't do it for me. Like, like you go camping, I'm like, "Fuck, dude, camping's really not." Dirty, yeah. <laughs> Any sand and shit, you know, like like fuck. Teddy says, you work to not be homeless. <laughs> yeah, and you go sit in the bush. You go sit in the bush <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, 100%. <coughs> um, um, yeah. Sorry. Continue. So you said yeah. yeah. These guys are can't. You took the job. Yeah, yeah. Took the job and then uh, did that for. So that was. Uh, so I, com- I, pre- I completed my time, but my. So my going back to my first boss, like <coughs> you got to go to trade school. Mm. Um, it's like one week every month. Um. And every time that came up, uh, he was like, oh, you can't go. We're too busy, this and that. So I missed a lot of my schoolwork. I ended, I did do some of it, but mm. I missed a lot of it. So but when I'd completed my four years, I hadn't completed my apprenticeship. I wasn't qualified because yeah. I didn't have Because you didn't do that. Yeah. And so this second job, like it got to a point where I was like, should I see this out to, to complete my schooling mm. or do I fucking just bail out of this? And it, he made me hate it so much more, man. Like, because he was just a, I can't even explain how much of a douche he was. Um, so I, I, yeah, I did it get worse. Like, was yeah, it? yeah. So he got aggressive. Uh, he got aggressive. That's shit. Like, like, there's no need to be as well. Like he'd get right in your face. Like he'd get close to your face. Like, yeah. like he wants to fight <laughs> and you'd be like, what does that achieve though? Like, yeah, was I'm, it like, I'm was literally, it like there was, thing? there was one time where he needed a noggin cut that we were doing trusses and, um, he like piffed this bit of wood at me. And he's like, cut it. And the time it took me to go, like, mate, you speed, you're, you're like running. He threw a piece of wood at you. Yeah, it was like, you know, say half a meter long. I needed to be cut shorter because whoever cut it first had cut it wrong. Yeah. So I needed to cut it again. So I've gone to cut it. And he's like, you're taking too fucking long, jumps down and cuts it and then gets right in my face. And he's like to me, you need to be fucking better than that. Fucking and so hell. like, I, I was scared. So I was like gripping my hammer because I was like, fuck, what's this guy going to do? Because I didn't, bash me. yeah, I didn't really know him at this point point too well and, and apart from like me knowing that he was a cunt because <laughs> he told me so i anyway it made me hate it so i quit that and actually went and worked for my dad got a qualification in horticulture then yeah then as i said like i quit that so i'd done my time at that point but yep. i hadn't finished my schooling so i wasn't qualified 
so that was obviously an issue and um i worked for my dad so i just kind of like was like fuck this i'm out like it just it made me hate it mm. so then i went to work for my dad <clears throat> in horticulture so i got a qualification in horticulture um and then um i think i might have been i turned 18 and i met kayla my wife yep um, so you got a beautiful family, don't you? You got yeah. two boys too. Man, everything, family is everything. Absolutely. Like, cause I. So you work for it at the end of the day. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, look, my like my parents are divorced, and that was like messy, <coughs> and so there was issues there. Um, and for years, I didn't really have a relationship with like my sisters and my mom and stuff like that. So, um, my kids, like everything that I've seen and learnt in you life, I can see the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, like you, yeah. You don't want that to what you went through to be passed on. Yeah, again. no it's, way. You know, it's no trauma. Like I said to Kayla, literally, it might have been shortly after we met. I was like to her, "If this is like a joke for you, like uh, she said the same thing to me. Like I was like, uh, you only get married once, mm. okay? So if this is what that's going to eventuate to, if you feel like that in your future that you're going to split with someone, I'm not interested because I I don't I don't want to go through that shit. And if we're going to have kids and do all that stuff and you break everything up, like just like." What the fuck's the point? It's a waste so of life. As an adult, obviously, you learn to sort of cope with those things. But yeah. as children, no matter, even like, you know, 16, 17, like you, you just don't know what to do in those circumstances. So you go, cool, my parents are split. It's like, <coughs> it's do I hate my mum now? Do I love my dad? Like, it's who, an who's to his house? Do I stay it's out? It's not just it's that. Like, it's like, it's as, a child, as a child, as a result of a divorce, mm. you're almost hesitant yourself to fully commit to a relationship because like some people are i don't know about yourself no, I, I wasn't it w- it's either one or the other yeah. so you're either fully committed yeah or you're Actually. hesitant and you're yeah. scared of that happening yeah again. yeah well the, the thing is for me like because <coughs> kayla's italian my wife's italian um and her family are crazy but they're so tight-knit they're an awesome family <laughs> yeah they are that they you know like her mum and dad just stunned so much for me like her dad they had the biggest printing company in the southern hemisphere like shit really smart printing printing what type of printing like you name it mate <laughs> you name it you, you know you know how you used to get those cards from kfc that like when you turn they move that came what was the name them. of the company um you wouldn't know it because the people that say kfc went to and said we want this printed it was like a subcontract they had thing? to go to them because there's no one else that could do it mm. they had a 20 million dollar printing machine they brought in from germany it was the only one of its kind in the country oh, what wow. was the name of the company uh, mercedes waratah eminem binding there was a pile of different oh, there's a pile of different yeah ones, it yeah. was like <clears throat> you know, say three acres of three acres of shed like in Port Melbourne. Three acres of printing. Yeah, like I, know I, I, know, I know one of the other, I know another big printing well, Maybe not company. that big, that's probably an exaggeration, but I remember going there and being yeah. like, fuck, this yeah. they had like two, they had like in excess of 200 employees. Jesus. And the machines and are not cheap, they're very expensive. They have to have a guy servicing it 24 hours a day. Yeah, because they're Literally that bad. Starting at one side and going to the other and going back because it's just like spit, 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 spit. Yeah. Pen folds one, you're like, fuck, mate, name it, they, they printed it. But they sold that for like sixty million, um, and they retired early. Um, <coughs> don't blame yeah. them. Yeah, I know. Like his brother Michael might have been like early thirties because he was young. Wow, and uh, he retired. Yeah, nice. That's anyway, it. so like lot lot to look up to there, and yep. like really <coughs> smart guys, really tight knit family. We like family is everything and all that sort of stuff. And then I see like Kayla stubs her toe, calls her mum, mum, I've stubbed my toe. Like I don't have that relationship with my parents. Like they yeah. don't really know me well. Yeah. So it's just a weird concept. So like, you know, when something happens in my life, I'll like tell myself, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what it, yeah. it's just such a such a different sort of thing and I guess my want for that I guess perfect family was 
you know, like I, I really, really wanted that. I suppose there's no such thing as perfect, but perfect to you, right? Exactly. You know, it's all contextual. Kid. Yeah, definitely. Healthy kids, you know, you know, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yeah. So um. You got, so yeah, you got two boys. Yeah. Yeah, Leo and Romeo. Leo and, and Romeo. Mm. Love it. Beautiful yeah. Names. Yeah. We wanted to, obviously, because you are doing a few different things. Mm. Obviously, and that's why that's like obviously that's what you do. We wanted to touch on how or why you sort of expanded, but in the same industry. So I, when I sort of saw what you do, I was like, cool, maybe he's got that. So everything you do is somewhat related to properties. So it's like, if you buy a property, it's like you own a large portion of that market share. So mm. it's like, if you want cleaning, we're going to do it. If you need, if your gutters are broken, we're going to do it. Yeah. So it's <coughs> like, is that sort of how you went so about it? When did development start? So Marshall's development. I, like I started my business when I was yeah. 18. Like I, and then it was actually Kayla that pushed me into it. She's like, you should do it. You know, like, cause I was doing like cashies on the side and I really started to enjoy it again. Yeah. Um, so when I started my business, I wasn't actually qualified. And so <clears throat> I had a friend of mine who was, and he signed me up under him and I paid to go back to TAFE and relearn all the modules. But I chose to go to Holmes Glen. I was going to Chisholm. Chisholm so shit. I went to Holmes Glen. And they don't really talk. Shout those out two. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. They don't really talk, those two places. So literally, Holmes Glen just sent me this form with a checklist. It's been like, these are all the subjects. Just tick the ones you've done. Oh, So I had two options. I could either tick them all, except for like two, and be like, fuck yeah, I'm done. Or actually relearn. I could, I could take this opportunity to go, what... Don't I know what did I fucking you know? Because takes one of those things. You got the guys around you. It's like yeah, fucking, fucking around. around. Yeah. So I could take this opportunity to be like, "Wow, well, I'm in business now. Like I have a, like I have to do the right thing. So what? What don't I know enough about? What didn't I learn enough about my apprenticeship in the time that I've done? What? What should I relearn? So literally, like half of it I left off. Mm. Um, and particularly roofing modules, which is like a huge element of your. Anyone that's come, they will know like the roofing elements. So many different modules. So I went, I paid, it was really expensive, one week every month for like, a, I think it might have been a year and a half. Shit. Um, to go back to TAFE. Oh, no, no, it was about a year, yeah. Um, to go back to TAFE and relearn all that stuff. Just wanted to be armed with information, I guess. And mm -hmm. then um, uh, it was like halfway, it was like six months later, I quit working for dad and went full time here. And that's when, it was never about like, <sighs> it, it's hard. A lot of people have like different motivation for doing business. Um, I was going to ask you, what was your point? Like what, because we've discussed in previous episodes that there's different factors that can <laughs> contribute to that decision of actually starting the business and like, I'm all yeah. for this, you know? Um, for example, Leo's like, is that an uh, inspiration or desperation? Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. was Leo's one. And then there's one, you know, there's the factor of he, him doing it for his family and then the intrinsic factors. And then there's you want to do it for like... Purely for money? Like, yeah. what yeah. was it for you? What was it for you? Um, <clears throat> I guess I just didn't listen well. You know, it's like w when I worked for my dad, I feel, felt like I had a lot of ideas that just weren't listened to. Mm. So I just got to a point where I was just frustrated, like frustrated. I just wasn't listened to. I don't know, it's hard to explain. That's what I was trying to you say. You wanted like, to do your own thing. That's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. it's... it's some people have all these different reasons and I was trying to think like I've always tried to work this out it was I never had this because why my, yeah my sister's like oh she's starting business soon she's like to me like how do you how do you just like quit everything and go fuck it I'm all in I'm like I didn't it wasn't even a thought like I was just 18 yeah so I was ignorant mm. to everything mm. um I just <clears throat> did what I wanted to do what I thought that I would enjoy what would make me feel free mm. well I, th I think that's actually a really important answer because 
Well, that's one thing. And even Danielle said it, Leo said it's like, find your passion, find what makes you happy. Mm. If, again, I'm sure you know Gary Vee's yeah. huge on that. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like, fuck the money. Yeah. That, that'll come eventually. It was never about money. My, never about money. It's a byproduct of good work. Exactly. Yeah. Find what makes you happy. Because then again, for lack of a better example, it's like you never work a day in your life. Yes. You find if you do do it for money, it doesn't work end well no, anyway. Definitely not. No. No. Does not see. End well. See, when I started my business, I had some friends that did similar things, mm. same sort of industry, but different yep. sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> and my focus was just say yes to everything. Open every door, leave it wide open. Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't say no because that closes an opportunity. And hundred percent. Uh, do you know Aaron Santoni? No. So long story short, he's a big entrepreneur. Um, he's quite. I went to with one of his seminars. Like, say yes now, figure it out later. Oh yeah. Yeah, because again, if you as soon as I you say no, shut yourself off. First bathroom I did, it's full on YouTube. You know, is it? That's <laughs> awesome. Nah, it wasn't one hundred percent that. Like I had the skill, but there was just things I I didn't know enough about. And I didn't want to just go fuck. I'll give it a go. I needed to understand more, so I spoke to people, talked talk to people, made some calls, like, like in the bathroom, it. like look on YouTube, like trying to finish. Oh yeah, like I spoke to a plumber, and he's like to me. Um, who was going to do the job. Like I didn't have a plumber, I didn't have an electrician, anybody else. so I tiled it myself. I did, I needed to like, cause I- To learn. Yeah, the, when I did, when I was at school, I did work experience. I did it with this builder, who's an awesome builder. Um, <clears throat> and he How said- How many times did you fuck up? Just out of curiosity. Um, I, I don't like, uh, I suppose I, I never <laughs> f- fucked up, I guess. Oh, I just learned how to do things better. No, no, no. So yes. So I, I never fucked it up. I just <coughs> felt like now if I look back at some of it, it just could have been better in aspects yeah, okay. because I, I would never just be like, fuck it, that'll do. Because yeah. I know I would stay awake at night thinking about like literally for me. Same. Like I would, I would rather lose money than have an unhappy client. Like, like even now, like if a client texts me and they're just like, oh, I'm just not sure about you know, oh, there was some dust here or, you know what I mean? Oh, there's a little dint in the wall. So I don't know. I'll just fucking lay awake at night going, oh my God, they're not happy. Mm. I need to fix that. <coughs> you know, so that's the biggest thing for me is like making Quality sure. of service. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. It's big. 100%. So, all right. We, you have your whole history with, <laughs> through carpentry. Yeah. How did you obtain all your knowledge to actually, one, start, establish, plan, and get your businesses going? So it was just Where like did you get all that from? trial and error, really? So like JNK Carpentry, when I was when I was doing that, like uh, I did my first bathroom, and I was like, "Fuck, this is what I want to do." Like, because I was I was just saying yes to everything, right? Mm. So a good example of saying yes is there was this lady I lived so in between work, like you know, because the start you're not that busy. I would pamphlet drop and luckily my father-in-law had the printing company. So he printed me like 10,000 pamphlets. So I just literally used to walk. I would blanket areas, man. I would just go bang, bang, bang in all the letterboxes going, you may get maybe like five calls, but it's worth it. Hey, can I say <laughs> being in real estate, is, it's so effective. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's about exposure at the end of the day. Oh yeah. And I used to, I used to have a mailways. I've still got it. And I'd highlight the streets I'd done. Yeah. And I'd go, oh, I've done up to here. I think that's a big take home point. If anyone's listening to this right now, it's like, you get, let's say you would have done maybe a set, let's say, Two or three hundred houses in one day. Yeah, you get five calls. Yeah, th- that's what it's about, though. It's yeah. like it's pe- people that, want like this small effort for big return, but it's nine out of ten times it's the other way around. It's like big effort, small return. Mm. But you, you, what people don't realize is that one of those five could be, let's just say, a million dollar job, and you yeah. don't know it. Oh, yeah, it could be the turning point. You and just then don't even know. people have called me up like in the last couple of years from like eight years ago. That's what I'm saying. In their yeah, exactly. Like it, it's. Same in real estate. People it's, don't forget. Yeah, people it's don't forget your face yeah. and your <coughs> business in front of them. They'll and just then stick it on like, their fridge, yeah. and then it's all they'll down the track. Like, oh fuck, I actually got a pamphlet for it. Mm. You know, 
It could be even like when I sent you that video that one time. Yeah. You could have just left me on a call and then like in 10 years time, if you say your son wants a personal trainer. Yeah. Oh, I know this guy. Yeah. It's whatever it That's might be. That's what it is. It's, yeah. It's the same principle. It's rec- it's, it's it's like, um, what do they call Building it? Building rapport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. But. So yeah, there was this lady that called me up from doing Pam. I, I was living in Mulgrave um, and I did a Pam for the job there. She called me up. She's like, I really need some help. Like I've called everyone. Everyone said no. I'm like, oh, what do you need? She's like, um, so my mum, she's got Alzheimer's, she's really elderly and we're organising for her to go into home but for the now we're, we're sort of waiting, she's on a wait list so she's leaving in this bedroom and she's getting confused, she's waking up in the middle of the night and doing her business on the floor in her room and it was carpet. Sick. So she's like, <laughs> lit- like literally number one, two and then she even said three. Which you have I to wasn't go sure. and clean it? <laughs> What's a three? Is that the same three. time? Is that like... <coughs> is that, uh, uh, for me, three is vomit. Um, no, 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 I think no, I think I think it was like I think it was like maybe it's a shot. Same time. <laughs> <laughs> Did she shot? No, I think actually it might have been um, shot, mate. It might have been like a like a like what, a, blood? A, a number two <laughs> version of a number one, if you know what I mean. Like a uh, really a really runny number two. I don't uh, know. Well, I don't know. But she was kind Marvis. of joking about it. So I'm like, Marvis. like as I said, don't say no. So I was like, yeah, we should be able to help. So I'll come past and. Please uh, don't tell me you had to clean it. No, not clean no, it. So we, what we need to do is pull the carpet up. Yep. And lay vinyl floor so that when she cleaned up, business, easy. it's easy to clean up because mm-hmm. um, it's like waterproof. Yeah. So I went around there and she opened the door of the room and it's just, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't even ex- I can't even explain to you. <laughs> the smell? <laughs> oh, shit. Like, so I used to do this. Oh, actually, one thing I should say is I used to do this thing even, even when, um, even like I knew I wanted to do like mid to high end renovations. So it doesn't matter what someone asks for, I'd always make a point of saying it. And even though that would make me look like a fucking idiot sometimes. So these ladies like, I need your help. Like I, I, my, my mum's been like doing a business on the carpenter room. We need to replace it. I'm like, yeah, look, we usually do sort of high end renos, but yeah, we can help with that. And it just solidified in my mind that this is what we do. Yeah. High end yeah. renos. Yeah. yeah. High end renos, high end yeah. renos, high end renos, high end renos. Yeah. And I would say it to everyone and some people go, so why are you doing this? And I'd be like, oh, just helping you out. Everyone yeah. needs, everyone needs a helping hand every now and then. And you've said, everyone said no. So I'm going to say yes. That's mm. the bottom line. And so, yeah, it was just... That's oh a really God. good point of difference too. Yeah. it makes you look... It, again, it sort of builds that rapport with the yeah. customer. It's like, well, this it's, guy does all this stuff and he's willing to If I don't say that, she's just going to call me when next time someone pisses on carpet, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's what I'm known for there. I'm known for the deck here, the pergola there, fixing a door here. Mm. If and I piss on the carpet yeah, there. So, so if I, just by saying that one line, I've had people go, oh, I've been, I've been thinking about doing my bathroom. Do you reckon you can quote on it? Yeah, 100%. Smart. It's definitely a, it's a put hit. the word out there. Yeah. Let them know. Let them know what you definitely, do. Definitely, definitely, and solidify in their mind what you want to do. Like your future. Like my future was high end renos. I couldn't do it now because no one knew me. But I wanted to do it then. And this is it's how it's finding to your it. niche. Really, yeah, finding really. your niche. Yeah, this is that that lady could go off and have a huge, I don't know, family barbecue or something. They're having a chat, and someone says, "I need my bathroom redone," and then it's like, "Oh, I know a high end guy." That's that why. Can do that's it. why I brought this you up. Know? So. Anyway, we did the job. It was horrible. Da, 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 da. She was so grateful. Probably about a year and a half later, she's called me up. She went to Half Moon in Brighton, met this guy, mm-hmm. some sort of <clears throat> made this app, millionaire. Got a house in Brighton, <coughs> wanted to renovate the whole thing. It was like 200 grand. And that was because I said yes. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's, that, the, that's, that's what it is. There's a point of difference. Yeah. yeah. That turning, yeah. but like we said, it's like that one call that you could have said, nah, I'm not going to do yeah. it. You so don't she, know remember, that. she remembered that. 
she remembered that I said, look, we usually do high-end high windows. End. However, I'll help you out in this time. You know what I mean? I don't want I don't want to say no. I'm not like everyone else. Mm. So let's just... Fuck, that's amazing, man. That, Holy shit. That honestly sounds like <clears throat> like you've got your point of difference on, on track and, and how to establish yourself. And you know. mm. B and I definitely helped me do that, like networking, because yeah. you have to... You've got 60 seconds where you introduce yourself, you tell a story and you close with a so good referral from me this week is... yeah. And I would literally say, oh, you got to be specific. I'll be like people that have a house. I yeah. would be like people in Bayside that are looking to renovate, mm. want to do a high-end renovation. Please tell them to contact James. You know what I mean? Mm. Perfect. Because yeah. I, I did an upskilling course uh, for like PT as well. And they were saying, it's like, who is your target market? It's not just like, oh, uh, guys, you want to lift the weights. It's like guys aged between this age and this age, dress like this, go like this, have been in the gym for this long. This is who I coach. Yeah, You need to be specific with You have it. to be. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I learned that in uni too. And it, I found that it's like, obviously like I'm not super, like, I haven't been in the industry for like 10 years, but it's like, it really helps keep that passion alive. Cause mm. again, if you, if you just kept doing shit on the floor and bathroom fixes, yeah. it's like, mm, this is not actually what I want to do. You want to see like, you know, high ceilings, sick bathrooms, yeah, you know, down lights, all the crazy yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah. fuck, this is what I want to yeah. do. <clears throat> and <clears throat> on the pamphlet dropping again, like I went, I went with my wife who bought her first house in Chelsea just before we got married and um, uh, I did a pamphlet drop in that area there as well. And at this point I didn't have a website. How, how long ago was this? I was 23. I'm not good at maths. What year was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 20 and 29 in June. So 2006 years ago. So you should do pamphlet dropping. 2016. 2016. Yeah. It's actually crazy. Yeah, dude, works. 100%. Like it costs nothing, nothing and, and you get out and you go for a walk. You know what I mean? That's yeah, good. Yeah, good for fitness. You know, get your steps in. That's yeah, exactly. 100%. Oh. I see people on your stories go get my steps in. You know, see, who knows? Hey, I'm, I, that's right. <laughs> oh, I'm, n- I'm not dirty. I know it's good. I know it works. <laughs> it's just one of those things that's like um, at the start, it's easier to do because you have the time and you don't. You're not like snowed under and all this sort of stuff. Like a big thing I was taught as well was like, no matter what your industry is, no matter what you're trying to do, always pick the lowest hanging fruit. Because mm. like. If you're trying to get an apple off a tree, you're not going to try and climb. Mm. You're going to grab whatever's closest. Yeah, and in this scenario, getting your name out there yeah. is just walking around, dropping names, reminder. doing some calls, yep. sending out some texts. Mm. So I blanketed Chelsea around the streets where we live and this guy named Declan called me. I want a double bathroom reno. And he was he did websites and SEO. And he's like, oh, you should... I'm a part of a networking group. You should come and check it out. And mm. I was like, networking? What the fuck do I... <laughs> what, do I what do I want to know about the internet for? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even fucking kidding you, man. That's what I thought. That's how oh, ignorant I was dude. to it, man. I was just doing what I loved. Yeah. And I nothing else. Like I had no website, no social media, nothing. Like literally nothing. It yeah. was just James and my number. That's it. Yeah. You know? That was that was it. There was nothing else. And I like I But you still had um Jay and Jay, this was yeah. Jay and K Carpentry. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> and he was like to me, Oh, you should come along. So I went to a visit day and I was like, Oh fuck, this is wow, this is not the internet. <laughs> this is like a really effective way this of This is not the internet. Yeah. This guy walking expecting like just like laptops and stuff everywhere. I, and it's just like people just standing there. floating around and shit. Like, nah, I, I, <laughs> nah, he explained it after a while and, and he thought it was gonna be like web three. I, I don't know. Like <laughs> to be honest, that's the first thing I thought of when he said network. He said, Oh, and I'm I don't know why. It was just it's such a stupid thing to say. Just right? walk into like Facebook. I don't know, to be honest. Like, I, I knew when I was going there that it was going to be, like, uh, about, like, you know, like, literally connecting and, mm-hmm. you know, like, with other like-minded individuals. But at the time, that's the first thing I thought of. That's how ignorant I was to it. So where did Marshall's handyman cleaning <clears throat> all come in? So when I – he helped me rebrand. 
So he, oh, so he did. Yeah, so he would is, establish your social media. So he, no, nah, not social. Well, I established it at the same time because yeah. he was like, "Dude, you got to be on. You got to be yeah. on these platforms. You got to have a website." And he's like, "We made a contra deal where I did the job cheaper for him, and he made me a website." Oh, awesome. Okay, win so win. that that's how I did it. Um, and uh, it was definitely good to get an online presence. I sort of felt like, "Oh, we're official here," you know. Mm -hmm. and he's like, "You can't have this name anymore," and I'm like, "Why you need a rebrand? Why not?" And he's like, "You told me you do high end renos, like JK Carpentry. That's it." And I'm just like, fuck, that's like a- I'm not going to lie. If I heard that name, I'd think of like Home some office. Aussie with like yeah, a big belly yeah. wearing a flannel. Like, yeah, I'm oh, just yeah. going to come do the fence outside. Coming 100%. in a dinted up fucking highlights. Yeah, and 100%. Yeah, mate, yeah, so we needed to change it to something. And um, we had two names, Marshall Elements and Built With Pride. We didn't know what we'd do. And my wife was like, just use both. Built With Pride, just slogan. Mm. I was like, fuck, that's good as. Because <laughs> he came up with the name. Like I was, this wasn't my bag, man. I just, I was a good chippy. That was it. Yeah. Like- it's not that I was, I don't know, I guess you learn about business as you go, right? Yes. It's trial and yeah, you do, yeah. You just become slightly better. You're like, fuck, I can't believe I was doing that back then. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe Again, that? Leo said the same thing. He's like, there's no business course that makes you better at business. You just yeah. learn from your failures. There's, there's, no, there's, no, forward. there's no book, man. People go, what, how do you do it? It's like, I can't. Just keep, just keep practicing. Sentence. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep trying. Just fuck it up. Get it right. Fuck it up. Get it See right. why you fucked it up yeah, yeah, yeah. and then rectify that yeah. issue. Yeah, so he helped me rebrand <clears> to Marshall Developments and then- I was like, all right, so we've got the we've got the name, we've got the baseline, and then my, and then I joined the networking group and the accountant in the chapter. I didn't have an accountant, man. Like I didn't have an accountant. So this is what's what I'm saying. Like I had nothing. It was just me and what I knew how to do. That was it. And um, <laughs> getting paid in cash and like all that sort of stuff. What was right. the last episode I literally said? When you're starting a business, he's like, like, he's like get a fucking accountant. Get a fucking <laughs> it's accountant. So important. Yeah. Oh, it, it it is. And like I was doing quoting off word, <coughs> invoicing off word. You know, my wife. Uh, was working for the family business. So, you know, her mum did the books. So she had two oh, experience there. Right, yeah. yeah, and so um, she got me on Myob. Um, yeah, we're on zero now because Myob's just fucking shit. Myob's awful. Zero's the fucking worst thing. Zero's Myob, fix what the fuck you're doing. Oh, yeah, it's like this this block thing. It's like from the 1800s, <laughs> you know, even though. Just make it so complicated too. Myob. Oh, it's just, so just like you got to click this to go here and up there. You know, it's like, fuck, zero is just like invoice done. Done. Thank yeah. you. Next. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, he's like to me, we went in and saw him. He's like, dude, you got to be, what are you doing? Like you're a sole trader. You need to be a trust. You need to be a, a, a discretionary a, trust. <coughs> do, you know what, do you know what type of trust? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, we're a company within a trust. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're protected. So the trust runs everything. Yeah, we're made up. We're the trustee for the Marshallians Trust. So yeah. that's like uh, we're made up of a particular amount of shares, and yeah. the shares are at a dollar value. And then if I get sued, that's what it's worth. Unless you go public, it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah of course. but that that sort of sets you up to protect you. It gives you the baseline, the foundation, and that kind of. I was like, fuck. You know, I've let myself wide open. If I'm going to do like high end renos, like in my industry, it's a really, really high risk. Like we have to have a warranty for like 15 years. Our structural warranty, 15 years for the work. So something like I haven't even hit 15 years in business, mate. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's how long stuff I've done like eight years ago, nine years ago. Like that's still, 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 bang on, still yeah. valid. Yeah. People don't understand that though. Like in terms of going back to the trusts and stuff, like it's a not, if you were to have a discussion with someone who's either working a nine to five job or wanting to start their own business, like as a self-employed self or sole trader, they don't know that that's out there yeah, no. for protection. <coughs> they, they don't. don't Unless they have, they just got to have, like he said to me, oh, how are you going? Like we're in business. Um, he introduced himself to me and I was like, hey, how are you going? What do you do? I'm like, no, what do you do? He's like, you know, I help businesses with their with their books and, you know, um, tax and structure. And all yeah. that. I'm like, oh, fuck. Should we, should, we should have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And he's yeah. like, yeah, man, we can. No. And he just sit down. He's like, yeah, man, we got to fucking sort this out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you he would have saw you the way you were doing things. Like, what the fuck's oh, going on? Oh, no, no, no. I'll put so things into perspective. So if you didn't <clears> have a trust, right, and you had um, a business and then the umbrella and then had all these other businesses that were connected to that business, yeah. right, and then hypothetically say, um, let's just say James, for example, gets sued for whatever reason, that will then trickle down and fuck up yeah. All of it. Yeah. Like he'll lose, you, you'd most likely so we need to separate James of, yeah. from exactly. the actual group. Yeah. Basically. The idea is, and I learned this, fuck, I don't know if you've read like Robert Kiyosaki or anything like that. Uh, I've I have that listened to the audio book. Yeah. Yeah. So he's fantastic. And he's, and like, I couldn't agree more with his idea. It's, it's making sure that you run everything without owning anything. Yeah. Yeah. So like your car, everything house is all yeah. through the trust. Yes. So you run everything, you just don't own it. Yeah, definitely. You shouldn't own everything because if you own everything, that's when you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, it shouldn't really be yeah. in your name. It shouldn't be in your name. It's a bad idea. What I was going to ask is, so then, so you got that running, that's all running yeah. good and well. So then what made you go, cool? I want to start these other things. Yeah, clean, yeah. cleaning, handyman. Is so, that like... So, as I said, like we had the foundation, we made the trust, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like... What else can I do? No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, I was no. like, fuck, I got to find... I got to break into this market. I need to do it quickly. Yeah. Like, how the fuck am I going to do that? I, I want to own this market. So I'm, I'm, I'm at this point, what am I? Um, 21, 22. Yeah. And I was like, I had, uh, uh, you know, my lip pierced, you know, like it was like, I was just not a businessman. I needed to gain trust. But if mm. we want to do high end renos, like you're going to go, hang on, let's take a 21 year old and our life's biggest investment, most of our life savings. And give it to you. Are you fucking kidding me? Mm. You know what I mean? So that's what's going through my head. Okay, so I need to gain trust. How the fuck am I going to do that? And so it literally came to me in a dream. Like it was a dream and it was like um, a funnel. I needed a funnel. I needed something where we could, without literally breaking into people's homes and gaining their trust through a service that's more affordable, something that everyone needs. Holy fuck. And then introduce them to another service. So we would say to them, yeah, that's what it was for me, man. I Wrote literally... Cause like yeah, you want to clean somebody's fucking bathroom? Yeah, hundred bucks. Wait, two hundred bucks. Yeah. And then oh, actually, my bathroom is a bit old. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can so do that too. Started with the handyman service. Fucking spot on. Because I could smart. Because I could do that work, and it was no, you know what the, the biggest thing I would get. How funny is that? Like you started with developments, you started with the renos, and then went down to the yes. handyman, even yes. though you could do that first. Yes. Yes, that's right. <laughs> because I was. What I was doing is the development, the name is meant to be for now and forever. I don't want to change it. It's not like Marshall's Renos, you know mm. what I mean? So it needed to be something that would, you know, encapsulate the service I'm for now to in the future. Said, yeah. yeah. And then um, the problem is people are not going to call me up to fix a door. The name doesn't say it, right? So we needed to, I needed another funnel. I needed to like get known in a faster. I need people to fucking hear my name. I need people to call me up. Mm. Um, and so it would be the same people, the same level of service, you know what I mean? Everything like that. And then we would introduce them to what else we do. Well, we also do um, mid-to-high-end renos. And they'd be like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys were so great. You know, oh, they'd call up a few weeks later. Literally, it was a fucking incredible funnel. And that put the foot to the floor for Marshall Developments. Like, it made a huge difference. And I marketed that through B&I. Mm. And uh, you got a group of, like, 25 people that are in business. And they they essentially just bring you leads. And... A handyman service, man. Everyone's got something that's fucked they need fixing. Yeah, absolutely. It was just such an easy thing. Tap mm. a fence, a door. Oh, dude, like on every, like if you now, if you today, if you go on our Facebook page, Bayside Community Hub, anything of those that are up my way, 
and you look at any post that refers to a renovation, a maintenance or cleaning, we will be tagged in it three, four times. Sick. It's exactly what you want. Yeah. And and that's what helped with because no one's like, if you, no one knows, like a reno is a big thing. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of organization. And that's kind of, see, on the accountant thing, he wasn't like, everything's fucked because I'm a really st- structured person. I like everything to be fucking organized. Yeah. So even though it wasn't like, <clears throat> I didn't have like an accounting software or anything like that, I still was like, like all my invoices were in here, in order, dotted, in order. You know, like same number, you know, everything's, you know, it was, it was, it was in order. Everything yeah. was linked. It needed to be yeah. in order. And he literally like, well, it's partly to do with my wife because when she got involved in it, she was like, fuck, this needs to be a little more structured. And so he's literally yeah. said to me, this would be the best operation without an accounting software he's ever seen because she is just a fucking gun. Like you can't go from like, like doing the books for like 200 Thanks, staff. Thanks, Kayla. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> doing the books for like 200 staff and going to like James. <laughs> you know what I mean? James. It's fucking easy, right? Like yeah. this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. So, um, yeah, I, that was the funnel. That was a funnel service and it, it worked really well. And uh, and it's a, and then after a while, it became clear in my mind that it was it was a good backing. You know what I mean? Because building can fluctuate. You know, you can get work, you lose work, you get work, you lose work. It was work. handyman. It's consistent around. now. Yeah, man. Like that's so consistent. And in terms of cleaning, do you guys mainly do like – industrial cleaning so like just like people need their house clean because they're busy again it was a response to covid so um <clears throat> covid hit things got shut down um we you know, a lot of the renos we had went on hold a lot of jobs we booked in had to go on had to be moved and just it was just a nightmare yeah so i didn't want to we had such a good team i didn't want to stand anyone down i didn't want to fire anyone didn't want to lose anything so i needed something a response we could create some passive income just to pay my staff so me and my wife went nearly a year without getting paid through COVID because like we had a, we, had, we were living in Bowie, we had an investment property in Cheltenham, sold the property, um, started COVID. Um, <clears throat> and I suppose that it, it, we just needed to free ourselves up for the worst case scenario, I guess. Yeah. Without knowing that we were doing this. Yeah. Been thinking about it, I was like, well, that's kind of what we were doing without sort of saying it. Um, to like make sure we could pay our staff and pay our, you know, do all that stuff without going backwards. Um, Fuck, that's pretty big from you though. Like yeah, to, take that risk. to take that risk because a lot of, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people businesses like, would have been like, I need to keep my money. I'm going to fire all this man. stuff. Mm, yeah. But, but the thing for me was though, as I said, like I will wake, will lay awake at night and worry about when someone says, oh, they don't like this or they're not happy with this or whatever, what's <coughs> happening here. So if I'm, I haven't been on the tools for like five years, right? years so <laughs> i c- five years so i can't I, I need to make sure the people that are on site are a reflection of me mm. so they need to be the fucking best because i am the f- fucking best mm. right um so when you when when that's in my head i'm like if i get rid of these people they're just uh, they're just so good they'll just go elsewhere and they'll find a job like that yeah it's just that easy yeah so i need to keep them and to keep them busy so yep. i'm doing everything i can to try and like keep them busy and look somehow we grew through COVID. i'm not sure how but hard work, man. It and, might, and I promise you, it would have been a lot to do with the fact that you didn't let anyone go, and they saw that and mm. they stuck with you. And well, yeah, that's yeah. a big loyalty thing. Like 100%. I'm, I'm loyal to them; they're loyal to me. And um, it's overlooked <coughs> these days. Um, staff morale, p- staff yeah. morale, and putting you know things in place to make sure that your employees are happy and hardworking. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's overlooked. Yeah. So we have what we call the Wowsers Award, which is a big thing. So yep. I did. You guys know Kerwin Ray. So mm. I went and did a nail and scale it seminar um, in Sydney. So uh, uh, it was like, it was like four grand, something like that. No, 
No, maybe three. Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so it was like a three-day seminar and <clears throat> fuck me, changed my life. Yeah. Like not my life but changed the way I thought about things. Like he's like, <clears throat> if you want to have an effective team, you need to have somewhere to work out of. And I didn't have an office or factory at this point. Yeah. So literally like I'm at Sydney airport lining up to put my baggage in. I'm on the phone to this bloke who's got a factory for lease in Cheltenham. I'm like, I want to come and see it this afternoon. I'm landing in Melbourne like one. I'll be there at three. I just got to pick my wife up. <clears throat> he's like, yeah, sure. So we couldn't afford it at all. Mm. So we had a we had a property in Chelsea that we were in the process of selling. So we moved in to the factory. And you lived from the factory? Yeah. Oh, wow. We moved into the factory. And yeah, sold we, the house in Chelsea? Yeah. It was pretty much You didn't have kids at this point, obviously. No, 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 no. Yeah. But she <laughs> got pregnant shortly after we <laughs> moved <laughs> oh, in. So poor Kayla, like you got like you know, the average staircase is like, you know, maybe 14, 15 stairs. This was like 22 or something. <laughs> and the bathroom's downstairs. And, you know, when you're pregnant, you piss a lot. Yes. So she's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Like, I'm down these stairs. I'm just like, sometimes looking at them and like, you know, don't fall down. <laughs> Fucking don't fall down. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so we... So that's the... They're the, ri- they're the type of little things, the sacrifices and the risks that you need to take when you've got your head switched on and you know what you want in terms of business and growth. That's, that's it's, so the, it's those things like that. It was a thing about it. It wasn't a step back for me. It was a step forward. I was fucked. Cause so that's perspective excited. as well. I was like, like you just G'd. You're like, you're like, fuck. All right. I, this is I gonna know work. what I need to yeah. do. This is going to yeah. work. You don't have any doubt in your head or any yeah. doubt in your mind. And you know what you're doing and what you're sacrificing and what it's for. Yeah. So I had a, I had a base. Sometimes. Um, sorry to cut you off. You try and tell people, Oh, like, you know, to be make it, you're gonna make <coughs> sacrifices, and they'll think, "Oh, you know, I'm not gonna see my friends. I won't go out. I won't drink." But then you tell them, "Hey, like, you're not gonna have a house for a bit. You gotta live here." Mm. And they go, "No, why? Why would I do that?" Yeah, it's like, <coughs> "Fuck, this is the next. This is one step back, fifteen forward." We had two dogs, okay, <laughs> and when there was no grass, yeah, it was just run on a concrete. Kind of, <laughs> kind of thing about it. It was um, a bit of a. Like I, th- I think it was actually a lot of fun because for me, like experience is everything, and so much enjoyment in my life was living there. How long were you in there for? Um, uh, maybe you could say a year. I think. Holy shit! Wow, a long time living in a factory, man. Yeah. So particularly with a wife, grew up in Bowie. Did you get cold? Healthy family, you know. <laughs> I mean, she stepped it back for me because I was I grew up in Clyde, just yeah. past Cranbourne. Dad's in horticulture; it's all market gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like, she's a city slicker, you know, and I'm living out in the bush. And she actually came and lived out with me and left everything behind. Came. So you me. didn't really like fucking care. Nah, <laughs> it's just like yeah. Well, it's I mean, look, I always wanted for something more. Like, it was. It's not about. It's not about the materialistic things. They Absolutely. they're really cool. It's not about that. It's it's like. First of all, rewarding yourself for hard work, mm. biggest thing. So every time you put on your jacket, whatever the fuck you bought, mm. you, you're just like, man, what I had to do to get this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like what I had to do yep. to get this jacket. Make sure you're putting the money away each week, yeah. you know, <laughs> making the calls, whatever it might be. Man, that's huge. So yeah, we, um, yeah, so she got pregnant shortly after that. We moved out and we got a, got a place in child. Um, and then um, grew out of the, Oh yeah, the response. So when COVID hit, yeah, we needed to have a response to that, and the maintenance service got hit, development service got hit. So we needed something, and the biggest thing was high touch point area cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, like all these places <coughs> were still seen as essential services. You know, like doctors' clinics, eye optometrists, all that sort of stuff. So through our maintenance service, we were already doing work for these types of places. Mm-hmm. So we had 
an opening to be able to introduce them to something new that we do and price beat guarantee. Yeah. Actually, Dude, I was helping. So actually, during COVID, I was just helping out a mate. Like, I wasn't even getting paid for. I just go with him because it was fun. I'd go help him clean. He literally, like, our offices, desks, literally yeah. go in there, sanitize everything: desk, microphone, keyboards, laptops, yeah. everything. High touch point area. I mean, that kind of failed because we didn't do that well out of it. But it, the moral behind it is what <coughs> the important. stepping stone was. Yeah, it created some passive income. It opened up some new doors. We did some things we hadn't done before. Um, we introduced our clients to some things that um, they didn't know that we could do. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I we haven't marketed, we haven't got a website, we don't do anything like for that cleaning service yet because it's still a baby. But now we've got a good baseline of clients, and literally now it's a it's another funnel for the main service. Yep. That's what it is, yep. you know. And so actually, it's working in the opposite now. It's so a lower price point. That <coughs> people can yeah, easily, another easily access. lower again. So it's just, <coughs> it's just and it's consistency. You know, we do ongoing. The biggest biggest client base we have is ongoing cleans. So like weekly, fortnightly, monthly. And we're there every single time, all the time, just reminding them. You know. High end renters, high end renters, yeah. high end renters. One thing we discussed on the on the episode um, last week was the importance of a business system, and mm. I think you just fu- you just got uh, that yeah. fucking down yeah, pack. Yeah, you've yeah, created <laughs> you're creating businesses that are funneling into the main your other businesses. Yeah, you know, and it's it's a great, it's a fantastic. So, yeah, setup. N- normally people's fun- funnels is like. You know, like on social media or yeah. whatever. Jim, Jim's mowing. Yeah. Right? He's done it. He's done it fantastically. Yeah. And that's another example yeah. of a great business Jim system. Penman is a bit of a dick himself though. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot of things about him. Look, um, he's a smart business guy, but I think the way he goes about treating his, like we've had people apply for, for the maintenance service to work that have a, a, a Jim's handyman business. And they're like, you get treated like shit through COVID. They didn't care. And he'll, he'll, he'll see the effects of that down the track. Yeah. Well, yeah, and probably if not already. You know, that like kind of hurts me though, because I feel like as soon as you start to employ people, as soon as you start to put people on as team members, you have an obligation to them and their duty family. Of, duty of care. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's what we discussed. Is like if because your yours is all about the employees, yeah. right? And his is not. Yeah, like you're happy to put yourself out on a limb to make yeah. sure people. We do it all the time. And when you get to that stage of how big he is, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's, he doesn't care. Yeah, he do. Yeah, right? it's, he it's probably doesn't even fucking do anything for the franchisee owners and everything like that. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he did a podcast with Christian. Gravius. Yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> and he actually explained that that whole system was to bankroll his science projects or something like that. What was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, oh fuck, all right. So it's not even his primary thing. His focus is on there. His focus is over here. He's like, make me money so I can do this. And then grab your money and put it here. Yeah. Which is not a... Look, if you've got good intentions, yeah. by all means. It's not a bad thing to do yeah, that. But definitely. just make sure you're doing it with good intentions yeah. and you and it's a, and it's balanced. Like your employees are happy. Yeah. Make sure that your business system on that side is working well and happy. Yeah. And then that way, whatever you want to do is just going to happen. And then I think it was, it was actually before we came out with Marshall's Cleaning. So... We had we have our work uniform, yeah, <coughs> and um, well, I'm impressed with getting a new one. <laughs> My team will be like, "You've been saying that for a long time." But it's like, uh, I really want to make sure it's good. Um, <coughs> but anyway, uh, when we first got that, we got like keep cups and fucking pens and hoodies and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so we got a decent following for the development service because yep. I really, when that started, I really hit that hard. And then after I went to Kerwin Ray, he's like, "You got to put a face to a name." Yeah, so he would do this thing called in the car with Kerwin, right? Yep. Where his face is, you know, it doesn't matter. It, one, one, one take, that's it. Yeah. You know, and so that's what I do for all my jobs now. You know, like I introduce the job, I put a face to a name. So literally now, when I go to clients' places, mm-hmm. I rock up, and there's this catchphrase I put it at the end of each one, which is like, "I've just pulled up. Let's check it out." 
you know, and that was I was made fun for that when I had like 180 followers. Yeah. And then now, now, the now clients, is. now clients are like, oh, it's so cool. Like I watch your stories and you wait for the end bit. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good. Oh. That's a, again, yeah. it's just another point of difference. Building that association that people know that you say that. For me, you might think I'm an idiot. Any publicity is good publicity. I don't give a fuck. You're still talking about me. Exactly. Yeah. For example, like Teddy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and you can't change my mind. Yeah. Like everybody oh, knows yeah. like that's his thing. Yes. It's the same. It's 100%. the same sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, even yeah. out of context, if somebody says, "Oh, like I've just pulled out, let's check it out," mm. or, like even if I've gone out to dinner with this guy for let's say for a joke, I say, "Oh, we're here. Pull, let's this check guy. it out." Yeah, and <laughs> you know, he's automatically going to think, "Oh, James says that." Yeah, so, so it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, anyway, so we had a few people contact. Con- what's going on? <laughs> no, <it's fucking laughs> inside, inside. Uh, right. Let the man speak. Um, uh, so yeah, we had a few people, uh, message me on Instagram asking to buy a uniform. I want a hoodie. And I'm like, you know, it's completely branded. 1-800 number, website, all the shit. Yeah. yeah still want it. I'm like, oh. okay. So I was like, maybe there's something in this. Yeah. So. Is that the apparel? Yeah. So it's okay. actually MD million apparel. It's being rebranded now because we, we got what we got out of it. We did, we got, we got what we needed to get. Mm. Um, so that is MDMA. MDMA is, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Why do you have to say that twice? Wake up. MDMA. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, his, you seen his number plate? MDMA. MD boss. It's Marshall Development's boss. A lot of people are like, but you're Marshall Group. I'm like, yeah, but MD is my OG. <laughs> just big dealer. He just doesn't. Just a, lot of people like, a lot of people are like, you're either a doctor or a dog dealer. <laughs> I'm like, both. Yeah, because my wife's plates are Miss MD. That's cool. Oh, yeah. That's actually sick. That's yeah. sick. So <coughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that, that's I just realised. Fucking hell. Yeah. So, yeah, so definitely we w- might need a touch up on the branding. <laughs> nah. See, that was intentional. So I did that intentionally because. DMD. So we used to have. <laughs> so there was this inside joke at work where, um, when we got the factory, we used to call it MDMA, Marshall Developments Meeting Area. <laughs> And so everyone would be like, I'll oh, see you at MDMA. So we got this group chat and it was just, I don't know. It's, not, it's nothing to do with the drug, obviously. Yeah, obviously. It's just the laugh. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, if we're going to, if I'm going to make a. like build that association again. I like fashion. Like I like to look good. And. We can uh, say that. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> <thank> good. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I want to, uh, uh, I'd love to create a, a line where I could wear a head to toe. Um, but I wanted to make an impact quickly. I didn't want to fuck around waiting for so long for things. I don't like doing that. I'm very impatient. So I was like, mm, maybe we can do something questionable. People will hate it. They'll buy it as a joke. People will love it. They'll buy it as a, they'll buy because they love it. It doesn't really matter either way they're buying it. So it, it, it got to festivals. People would buy it. There's <coughs> another festival. You yep. know what happens at festivals. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> fucking, you know. So it worked. We got what we got out of it and we got a decent following. And now that's kind of on the back burner. We do, I do nothing with it. It's just literally stopped. Yeah. Because I had other things I wanted to focus on. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, like that's getting rebranded. That'll be it's like complete name change. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Marshall Label, that's which cool. is which that's is what cool. which that's is kind of like what I originally wanted to do. But then that kind of is pretty bland. So it just goes back on. Are you, is it going to be like streetwear, activewear? Like, uh, like streetwear. Yeah. yeah. Like oversized hoodies. Get it. Get, get it going. So I can't wait to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Seriously, so speed it up, come on. Yeah, <laughs> so you yeah, well, that close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, um, it would be cool to have a, a big brand, but I mean, that's kind of more like a hobby rather than yeah. a, a need. Um, so it's something that I spend less time on because if there's something else that's more pressing, I'm gonna do that first. Course, course. That sort of explains that. Do you ever like throughout your whole business journey? Do you ever get almost like 
demotivated at all or sort mm-hmm. of just days where you're just like, fuck. All the time. Yeah? Yeah. All right. How often? Of late, maybe it could be once, twice a week. Fuck, thank you. Thank you. That is, it needs to be normalized. Like yeah. everybody, again, on Instagram, I was like, you know, hustle, grind, hustle. Oh, yeah. It's like, bro, you feel like shit. You want to fucking sleep for a week. Yeah. Like, it's <clears> normal. Man, my, like with, particularly with, like, <clears throat> me and my wife have this conversation all the time. We wanted kids young, you know, and I remember my dad's a bit older. So like when I was younger, like kicked a footy, it's like on oh, my hip. You know, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, you want to grow up with yeah. your kids. I want to <laughs> be, be young with them. I want to be done with them. You know what I mean? I want to be stupid with them. So I don't I think my head. dad's ever kicked a football. Do you know what a football is? <laughs> Lebanese people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, that was the thing. <clears throat> and her parents are quite young. Um, and you know, like my dad's like... He might be eight or nine years younger than Kayla's nono. Jeez. So, you know what I mean? Wow. So, like, her family's really young and that's why they're so big and tight-knit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I was like, fuck, I want that. So, yeah. if we used to have this conversation all the time, if we hadn't had kids, we'd be so much further than we are now. But that was our focus. That's what we wanted to do. Yeah. And so, now, my motivation comes from them with the, sh- with the shit days. Yeah. It's like, mate. This I is for them. I can't even explain to you. I could have the worst fucking day of my life. And if I come home... And see your kids. my kids just run yeah. for the cuddle. Fuck. That's I what it's about. Can't even explain to you how amazing that is. So your your motivation, <clears throat> your reason is family. That's your why pretty much. Your yeah, kids. I'd say I'd say so. I think I like also positive change. Like I feel like, you know. Having an impact. It sounds silly, but when we <clears throat> renovate someone's bathroom, it has a positive impact on the family and their life. I think that just ties back to with you having passion for that in that industry. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I really do love it. Like, I fucking love it. And, then, and like, the, I still get now, like, the butterflies, the sensation when, when, when a client goes, I'd like to proceed. I'm like, fuck, yeah, they chose That's me. awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, that it's just awesome. the... That's a really sick note uh, to wrap up on. Um, Before we wrap up... Yes. Continue. <laughs> what's Sorry. the future of Marshall Group? Yes. Um... What 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 what's the, have you what have you got for the future? Have you got like are you just going to grow what you've got at the moment and make sure that that's working well? Yeah. Or do you have you know things down the track that you <laughs> proceed? Proceed. Uh, um, there's a lot of other things. Like I've got a whiteboard at work and I write future of its future and it's every time something pops into my head like you write it down. Yeah, I'll write it down. Yeah, you know like. Um, you don't have to tell us specifically. Yeah, you're yeah. saying like you know, moving like, forward. Yeah, like, like yeah. Well, you got? I want to branch out into other areas, like yeah. because this is unbeknownst to me. Like they were created as funnels, but then we're sort of creating a one-stop shop. Yeah, and so people are like, oh, you're trying to recreate Jim's group. I'm like, no, because we're a prestigious service. Mm. Our service. Yes. That's a really valid point. Yeah, you think gyms, you're like, oh, yeah, it's just cheap. I just need shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you get the guy in the high vis, you know, fucking, you know, like the beard and all the shit, you know. And like, that's not what I want because I tell our clients and I tell my guys, like, you look good, you rock up, you don't smell like shit, you don't have fucking meat pie in your mouth (laughs) when you're knocking on the client's door. We're clean, we're respectful, we're on time every fucking time. That's fantastic. We look good. Is 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 the uniform for cleaning and handyman the same? Um, so we don't have a uniform for the cleaning service yet, just because um, I've I want to make sure it's perfect. But it was the same for the development service and the handyman service. And like, what is it? Is it like a polo? Is it like? <coughs> it was just like a polo and a hoodie, man. Simple. Clean. Nothing. Simple, nothing. Simple, clean. That's all you need. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck. Like that, I got. I feel like I got heaps out of that. 
Oh. It's good to hear your f- your story, man. And and, and I didn't uh, actually think I had something to say. No, there you go, you did. <laughs> the big the big sacrifice, the whole like living in the factory here. It's like fuck. It's like just do 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 what has to be fucking done to level up. You might feel like it's a step back, but you have no idea the amount of it's, enjoyment. It's like you're in you a slingshot. It. It's a slingshot. Yeah, mm. that you living in the factory is pulling you back, mm. and all of a sudden you got launched. Making sure it works. Hundred percent. Well, thank you very much for coming on, James. I was. It's a sick episode. We both got so much out of it. Thank you for telling your story. If you do need any high-end renos, <laughs> cleaning or handyman, things done around your house, please contact Remember James. The name. Remember the name. So we've just checked out and James is checking out. Thank you very much for listening to another episode and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye.